Hey there, it's Nick Amell, host of the Tennis Podcast. You're supposed to get episode 157 this week, but due to some scheduling conflicts, Brandon and I just could not get it done in time. So in its place, please accept this replacement. It's a bonus episode previously available only to our Tennis Pod Plus members. It's me and Brandon discussing the worst inventions in human history. Uh, well, at least according to a Pakistani blogger. It was originally released back in July of this year. We'll be back on schedule next week for a regular episode. In the meantime, enjoy this rare unlocked bonus episode. Hello and welcome to bonus episode number 27 on the Tennis Podcast Patreon. You know me, I'm Nick. (laughs) I'm Brandon. And I brought today's bonus material. And Nick, you actually do know what it is. We talked about it just a moment ago. But for the listeners, Mm -hmm. thank you for subscribing to Patreon. Today, we're going to talk about the worst, some of the worst inventions of all time. Sort of a a bizarro compliment to our greatest inventions of all time episode. Yeah, which real quick, that was episode number 52 was the greatest inventions. Isn't that the where the licking machine came from? No. Should have. Licking Machine came from the Halloween oh, candy right. episode because they were testing right. the Tootsie Pops. Well, this is going to be a loose fit episode. I didn't put uh, bullets for each worst invention on this list. And this is probably not the most solid list. I explained to Nick before the call that I had what I felt was a really solid list when I was looking at it on my phone. And then when I dig, dug into it a little deeper, I realized it was written, it was written on Fox News in 2009. Ugh. Yeah. It was funny Yuck. because one of the inventions that they laugh at on there was a rechargeable battery for your rechargeable battery. And what it was was a rechargeable battery for your cell phone battery. Yeah, that's a great invention. Yeah, and I'm like, "Oh, well I have one of those sitting on my desk right here that I've had for I don't know, probably like 8 years and I love it. I use it all the mm-hmm. time." Same. And <laughs> yeah, that's when I was like, oh, maybe something is not right with this list. So I've got a replacement and it's from techjuice.pk, which uh, probably... Techjuice. <laughs> the .pk means I probably have a virus on my computer now. But yeah, <laughs> we're just going to breeze through what, what Techjuice is calling the 20 worst inventions ever. Is this the worst inventions like they never went anywhere or like they caused harm to humanity or like this is is one of the worst articles I've ever seen on the internet. Okay, great. Uh, It was written by New Kazi. Shout out to New. January 14th. It's a four minute read on techjuice.com. Let me read you the uh, intro. This thing is rife with like spelling errors and grammatical, er (laughs) grammatical problems. Inventions. The world is full of inventions with primary purpose to make human life easier, comfortable, and more peaceful. There is no lack of such inventions which are utterly useless and sometimes devastating. (laughs) So here we have prepared a list of 20 worst inventions ever. That's it. So you can see for English not being his first language, he's writing pretty well. I think this is a Pakistani article. I think it is too because I think .pk is Pakistan. Just like .uk is... United Kingdom. So, this is, the, these are the worst inventions through the eyes of New Kazi. So, starting at number 20, he says spam emails. Yeah. He hates spam emails. Is that an invention? 
I will say uh, I read an article the other day on the first spam mail email ever. It was in 1996 on like a Usenet group. <laughs> Some guy sent it and everyone on there could see like everyone else's email. Plus the amount of storage space you mm. had on your computer at the time was tiny. So everyone got pissed that this message used up, you know, precious storage space on their computer and everyone all made fun of them immediately. So from the very first one sent, spam has been anger inducing. Yeah. How do you define a spam email? I mean, it's just junk. I mean, some yeah. are more junky than others. Right. For instance, if I go to my Gmail right now and I look at like my trash folder or stuff that like came in, but I wasn't interested. Hey, look, here's one from Hideaway Pizza today, my favorite pizza place. The subject line is cheers to four times the ranch. <laughs> so I guess they're having, <laughs> they're just, dr they're just, uh, they're stupid with ranch. Drowning people in ranch uh, right now over at Hideaway. But if I go to, my spam folder. Uh, the first one says adult dating is, the, is who it's from. We have received a request from you to join our quotations adult list. Oh, baby. I and get those too where it's like, well, there's some that go right to spam and the subject line is like, <laughs> not too far off from me so horny. Won't you come? Yeah. Yeah. Like looking for big burly man to come satisfy me. Here's one. I need a man for serious sex and fun times. <laughs> Who's opening that? I don't understand. Well, I almost just did just to see what the inside said. Yeah. So, like, you'd agree that the hideaway email, the pizza email was not spam. It's unsolicited, but not spam. Right? Would you agree with that? I wouldn't even say it was unwelcome. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So, because so, there is a difference between, like, a, a company sending you an email that you may or may not be interested in. And an email that like is clearly just a scam, essentially. Yeah, that doesn't even make sense. It has like a bunch of fucking weird ass characters and shit in it. Yeah. Uh, number 19 is Smell-O-Vision. Uh, uh, Smell-O-Vision is a machine that was invented in 1960. In the late 50s and early 60s, there were these crazes at movie theaters. So they're doing like, that's when they were, you know, 3D movies were, had their original like surgence in popularity. They also had things where like they would put a like a something that vibrated or buzzed on a seat um, in order yeah, to shock yeah. or whatever. And anyway, Smell-O-Vision was this mach gigantic looking machine invented in 1960 to go along with a movie called Scent of Mystery. Hmm. Provocative sounding. And it says it was never used again. Number 18 on this list of shitty uh worst inventions is leaded gasoline oh no that one's that's a good one actually uh, well uh, it depends maybe because it, it's good in that it you know it's been used for so long or no no because we're unleaded no, unleaded now. is what we're using yeah, leaded right, gasoline right. <laughs> made yeah. everybody sick and fucked up their cars caused serial killers too real quick on the smell of vision 30 seconds uh -huh. you, this was after your time, I think, but in the late 90s, early 2000s, Nickelodeon had a, a stretch of time where they were promoting a smell-o-vision concept where you'd watch cartoons and then at certain times in the, in the episode, a little number would flash on the screen and you put that number in your smell card and you scratch it and sniff it. Oh, yeah, like a scratch and sniff thing. Yeah. And it was really bad and dumb. It was always like bad smelling stuff, you know. Kids love that. Like Rocco from Rocco's Modern Life's asshole. Exactly. I think that's how it was labeled on the smell card too. Rocco's asshole. 
Number 17, do you remember this one, uh, head-on? No. The headache relief medicine? Head-on, apply directly to the head. Head-on, apply directly <laughs> to the head. Oh, I've heard that, but... Yeah, they had the okay. head-on had this really shitty commercial. It used to come on during, um, ironically, during the news. Uh, so, you, <laughs> it shows you like mm-hmm. how much you should trust, I guess, any network news shows. You'd be watching the news and then this commercial come on and it's a, a headache relief medicine and it's a tube of like, it's like a giant chapstick tube and you smear the shit on your head. <laughs> and the guy would repeat himself over and over. He would say, head on, apply directly to the head, or to the forehead. Head on, apply directly to the forehead. Why not just let the package explain that to the user? The package... Of- says uh, that it's migraine pain reliever. Um, it actually didn't do anything. It wasn't supported by any scientific proof. It didn't contain any. It's now I, on the box I see it says homeopathic. You know, really, this list so far, it's a bunch of stupid stuff and then unleaded gas, which was like extremely dangerous. <laughs> a and true bad invention, <laughs> right. yeah. That should be near the top. This is a bad invention. This is a bad chemical invention. Number 16, Olestra. Do you remember Olestra, the fat substitute? Oh, oh, yeah. Alestra, uh, if you don't recall, was a fat substitute containing no cholesterol, no calories, and no fat. Its use began in 1996 after getting approval from the FDA. It was used in like prepackaged food products like potato chips instead of oil. And there's pictures on here of like ruffles and lays and... They're called like the wow version. Ruffles, wow, lays wow. And it says all the taste fat free. It's because they switched to using this Olestra stuff. So it tasted and it felt like eating fat in your mouth, but it had side effects. Most importantly, it prevented the absorption of certain vitamins and minerals. So it would make you you sicker that way. And it also went undigested through the intestine, which means you would like basically shit out fat. Well, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, is that banned like, now? Yeah, it, it was banned. It would basically like you would like leak, could leak out your butt. Well, that's not so bad depending on what you're into, right? Yeah. Uh, number 15, asbestos. That was an invention? Yeah, it's a mineral fiber. It can, can be used for construction. It's known for its resistance to heat. However, when it comes to reconstruction, asbestos can be a, can, this says can be a panic, which is, I think that means a problem. It's harmful effects on human beings particularly when inhaled, can cause shortness of breathing, chest pain, uh, abnormalities in the nails can like, bo- like fuck up your, yeah, and kill you. It was banned so wait, worldwide they- in 1989 and since then has been used in only very few processes where it's absolutely necessary. Okay, that, that was going to be my question. So they were using this routinely in construction until it was yeah. banned. Yeah. But can it grow now? No, no, it doesn't grow. It's a, it's, it's, it's something that was manufactured. It's a mineral, cool. like a fiber. Okay. Well, I guess I never realized this. I always thought asbestos was like a, kind of like mold. It would grow because no, people would no. always say there's like asbestos like in the Penwell building. <laughs> no. I it's took what that they, to mean something had grown in there. It's something that they used to, like, a, like I said, it's like heat resistance. Yeah. And they haven't built with it. They haven't built with it in a long time. I think even before like the 80s, they just, they like, it was known that asbestos was bad. Number 14 is the electric facial mask. Hmm. 
It's probably the worst invention label is probably placed on it based on the look of it. It looks kind of like a Michael Myers mask with a electric plug that goes into it. It's got a claim that it will make, that it will massage your face uh, like you were getting a facial and will make you look better, fresher, and younger. Uh, but it uses electricity, <laughs> electric shock to do that. Wow. Oh, I see this fucking thing. Oh, <laughs> imagine walking, like imagine if you walked in your mom's house to like come visit and she was Her- wearing this in the recliner. And you you would immediately like, assume that it's an intruder. You could hear a faint. <laughs> yeah. And her face is twitching under it. <laughs> oh, God. Look up the electric facial mask. It's a sight to see. Uh, oh, uh, it's, uh, it's also Rejuvenique is the brand. That might be a better search. Well, electrocute yourself. Yeah. Number 13 are CFCs, chlorofluorocarbons. Do you know what those are? They're another, no. they're another nasty chemical compound. It adversely affects the Earth's atmosphere. It was first used in refrigerators as a refrigerating compound, uh, commonly known as freon gas. You've heard of mm. freon. Yeah. Yeah, freon, if it goes up into the ozone, it causes a hole in the ozone layer, which the ozone is a... Big deal. Yeah. It only blocks the cancer-causing UV rays from the sun. Man, you sound like a real fucking liberal. I'll bet you you tried to steal the election. I did, and I won. I was successful. Number 12 (laughs) on the list is the iPhone finger. It is a rubber condom for your fingers so that you can use a touchscreen without getting fingerprints on it. Okay. Now, this list has been questionable so far, but that actually... That does deserve to be on here, I think. Well, again, it depends. Like, worst invention ever? I don't know. Worst invention of the last few years, for sure. Could be a condom for teeny weenies. Yeah. It could be a cat condom. Number 11, pop-up ads. Hmm. That's an interesting one. I mean, it is like, I realize... It's annoying, but... Do you remember back... This hasn't happened in a long time. Thank God. Do you remember uh, not too long ago, maybe a decade ago, if your computer, if you got a virus of some kind and you got that thing where like a fucking million pop-ups would not stop popping up? Yeah. Like the, it, it would drive you crazy. Like you know some fucking evil Russian programmer sitting at home like laughing his ass off thinking about <laughs> you like playing whack-a-mole with the teeny tiny X's on the windows on your screen. Is there a grand design behind that sort of virus or is it just to annoy you? It's just, I guess, f- fuck you, click on at least, click on one of these. <laughs> Don't get it. Uh, yeah, but you know, I haven't, I haven't had those plop, pop, plop up. I haven't had... Uh, yeah, I'll bet you've had a plop up or two. I haven't had pop up ads in a long, long time. Number 10 on this list, you may have to look it up, but I remember it when it came out. Nintendo Virtual Boy. Wasn't that like a precursor for the Game Boy? Oh, no, this is the... What is this? Tell this me what this is. This was like virtual reality, 3D virtual reality gaming that Nintendo created in the mid-90s, and it went not well. <laughs> the Virtual Boy is like a virtual reality headset, but it's like on a tripod or something. You can't strap it to your head. You just yeah. sort of have to like put your face up to it. And then there's a controller a Nintendo controller that you hold in your hands as you press your face into this thing. It was released in 1995 and was only available for six months. 
consisted of a bulky head-mounted display which promised 3D gaming and it was particularly it was um oh yeah and then it used these red 3D glasses so everything was like you know like the Game Boy everything was greenish in the Virtual mm-hmm. Boy everything was reddish uh so the red hurt your eyes and then it had a really shitty game library i see in the game library in this um in this picture of it the one of the games is wario land (laughs) yeah yeah and yeah it was discontinued and it also didn't like people just i guess were not ready you know even if the the boys at nintendo thought this was a great idea on paper once they saw the red because the red is like very red i'm looking at pictures it's not it's not it's like the terminator's vision yeah like to me that's like a QA quality assurance type issue like don't release this thing in this way like we got to get rid of the red because obviously that's going to fuck with people's eyes no they're just like hey man we're hotter than ever and it's not virtual reality really it's just it's just sticking your head in something yeah (laughs) it's just sticking your head against the thing because like binocular type you can't move yeah you can't move it around it's not filling the room like uh like modern virtual reality Now, number nine is throwing some shade at a very particular individual. It's the parachute jacket. Oh, yeah. Who was that? Now, it's not... No, they're not talking about the parachute material jacket. The, like, the early 90s kind of puffy windsuit jacket. Okay. No, this was an actual jacket designed to act as a parachute. It was invented by French tailor France Rochelle. Listener of the show. Uh-huh. Yeah, he sometimes refer, he referred to himself as the flying tailor um, because he said he was the pioneer of parachuting. He was so confident about his new invention, the parachute jacket, that he decided to demonstrate it by jumping off of the Eiffel Tower. Oh, good. And he immediately died. He oh. went splat. It didn't <laughs> open at all. I love that this ended with him. I mean, sorry to his family, I guess, but I love that this fucking ended with him saying like, oh, watch this. And he fucking jumps. I dropped like a rock. (laughs) That's great. What year was that? I'm not sure. Early 1900s. (laughs) I love that he chose such an iconic and tall structure. He was like, go big or go home. I guess he's going to go, go home. (laughs) For good. Number eight. Maybe not a very exciting one. Red dye number two. Hmm. Red dye number two. It was a food color widely used in the 70s until Russian scientists discovered that it was linked to cancer and then it was banned. This article says that no individuals were ever affected, but it did cause a a lot of panic, resulting in a ban of M&M's chocolate for a decade. Oh, wow. Why? Why couldn't Eminem just change the ingredient? Because people love that red one too much. Okay, well, there's still red food colorings today, like number five and all that, but number no, two was just give one. it a different number. Yeah. Huh. Idiots. No, I'm not crazy, right? The different colored M&Ms, they all taste the same, right? Yeah, M&Ms. M&Ms all have the same taste no matter what. Uh, like in, color. in a given bag, yeah. Because, right. I mean, you can have different tastes between, like, that peanut butter bag versus the milk chocolate, but... Right. But Skittles are different. Each Skittle definitely has its own taste. Fucking Skittle expert over here. Jesus. Well, I was explaining to my son, who loves Skittles, that the green Skittle now is sour apple. And when I was a kid, it was lime. And that was far superior. 
Okay. Just lost all credibility, but all right. Number seven on the worst inventions list is DDT. I'm going to try to, to say it. It's dichlorodiphenyl trichlorothane. It's an insecticide that was discovered in 1873 and widely used after the Second World War. Kids, they used to sp- go up and down the street and just spray it everywhere and kids would fucking run in the cloud of it. It was a very effective... I thought it against... was like an explosive. No, DDT is an is a insecticide. I guess I'm is thinking it, of TNT. It was very effective against disease-borne insects like, that, like malaria-spreading mosquitoes. So yeah, yeah, it worked really well on mosquitoes and then they did some research and found that it had adverse effects on living beings. It caused neurological and fertility problems in human oh beings. God. Also affected wildlife and birds. It was banned uh, or at least dec- its use decreased. Yeah, like I think it ended up causing deformities, like birth deformities and stuff. Imagine if something like this, some stupid invention like DDT wiped out the human race because everyone became infertile. We might be better off, actually. I think Mountain Dew might be doing that. It's a good <laughs> well, thing. yeah. How many things do we use today that they haven't discovered these terrible effects yet, you know? But take away my Mountain Dew and I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> yeah, you do like to do the do. <laughs> uh, number six, hair growing sprays. Harry like sperm? What? GLH uh, Formula 9. Do you remember that? Gr- hair growing sprays. Hair growing sprays. Do you remember okay. the um, commercial for GLH Formula 9? GLH stands for great looking hair. <laughs> okay. It was, I mean, I, it's not ringing a bell. It was on late night infomercials on TV. And they would have a guy who was bald. And then they would spray this shit on his head. And in the commercial, it sort of looked like he had hair there but i guess in real life it was basically like you spray paint spray paint on your head is that what rudy giuliani had been using when he was sweating fucking black liquid maybe so he might have been using the like the last of the glh Hmm. i'm looking at some of these pictures sorry i'm looking at some of these pictures on google image search of like real non-commercial pictures (laughs) it's like so obvious that it's like just spray paint super gross yeah it's some kind of fibrous powdery stuff yeah i can't believe people walked out in public with this number five on the list was patented on august 17th 1982 kind of when the started become more mainstream or popular to diet or watch what you eat it's the anti-eating mask anti-eating mask yeah, it looks like a contraption from the Middle Ages. Mm. It's for people who are on a very strict diet and have like no willpower whatsoever. It covers your mask and does not allow you to eat. It has strips that go over your head, all the way around the back of your head. You basically look like Bane or Hannibal Lecter. Then don't you just die of starvation? Like how does this thing come off? I don't know. Then the patent, I see it has a tiny padlock on the side. So maybe you so need a friend like or something your... to unlock it. Yeah. But what if, what if you can't find anyone? It's a good reason to like kill your loved one. <laughs> Give yeah. me this fucking key. I don't, this is a very terrible invention. <laughs> yeah. I'm on, it is number five. Uh, number four, <laughs> hydrogen blimps. Hydrogen blimps. Like the yeah. blimps that. Like the Hindenburg. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So blimps. 
The floating airships, they commonly use helium now. But in 1931, the Hindenburg, when it was designed, its makers decided to use hydrogen instead of helium to make it float. Uh, But on its flight, the hydrogen, which is way more volatile and flammable than helium, caught fire and the Hindenburg (laughs) just exploded. That's where the famous phrase comes from a reporter going, oh, the humanity, (laughs) resulting in a crash, 35 casualties out of 97 people on board. It's actually a lot better than you would have thought. I was just thinking that, like, this airship explodes in midair and, like, less than a third of the people died. Yeah, and if you've never seen the video of the Hindenburg going down, it is... I haven't. Oh, it is something else. It's very short. It's on YouTube. There's probably no... Well, actually, there is sound. I've just remembered. (laughs) We just said that guy says, oh, the humanity. Uh, I see a couple. This one's a minute. And I'd watch an ad. Talk about bad inventions, right? Yeah, it really burns the fuck up. Oh, man. I don't know how anybody survived this. The whole fucking thing's on fire. <laughs> God. Yeah, I mean, it's like one of the biggest fireballs <laughs> outside of like a bombing, like a giant bomb that's dropped on something. Yeah, it's huge. The top comment on this YouTube video says, the last survivor, Werner Dorner, just died a few days ago. He was eight at the time of the accident. Holy shit. That was a year ago. That was posted, but yeah. Fucking don't fill him up with uh, hydrogen. Stay off of a blimp, period. Yeah, no, no, for sure. No use for that anymore. Agreed. Number three on this list is Aquanotes. I had never heard of Aquanotes before. Had you? No. It's a waterproof notepad. It looks like it was invented maybe in the late 70s, or early 80s. They're waterproof notes that you can have in your bathroom and you can take notes while you're like taking a shower, having a bath. Or fucking... I do recognize that sometimes I have a really good idea or like sometimes in the shower I'll think of something like a solution for something uh, for like a project at work. And I'm like, oh shit, that's a great idea. But fortunately, I remember it. I get out of the shower, I'll go write it down or I'll go do that thing. This is for people who can't remember it. You just write that note down while you're in the shower. It's still being sold on Amazon, first of all. But secondly, I don't think it's such a bad idea. I mean, I don't think it's a great idea, but I I could see some people getting use out of it. I I definitely don't think it's a worse idea than unleaded gasoline. I was going to say, it's not worse than fucking DTT. (laughs) (laughs) Or a hydrogen blimp. Yeah. I mean, again, we're viewing the world through the eyes of New Kazi. Yeah, well, New Kazi can... I'm going to take an aqua note right now that your list sucks. Maybe what if uh, someone killed his father and the way he found out was they wrote it on an aqua note. <laughs> or that's how his wife left him. I'm taking the kids too. Yeah. Yeah, it must she be. She wrote the- it in the shower casually. <laughs> I just, the idea just came to me. Yeah. I'm going to take the kids and leave. He takes this personally against aqua notes. Yeah. Unprofessional as a writer. Number two on the list. Arguably much worse than Aqua Notes, Agent Orange. Agent Orange. What's that? Agent Orange. I'm going to tell you what Agent Orange is. It was a herbicide used by the U.S. military during the Vietnam War to cut through. So, the v, you know, Vietnam is covered through thick jungle and forest. Agent Orist is a deforestation herbicide. It was supposed to just completely kill all of the plants that it landed on. So they could get a better, the troops could get a better view 
so it would be easier to attack. And it succeeded in its purpose, but its effects were devastating on humans. Particularly, it caused cancer and birth defects among Vietnam citizens, and it had affected the U.S. troops as well. Dude, I'm looking at pictures of some of those birth defects, and yikes. Oh yeah, it's some bad stuff. I don't know, my grandpa spent quite a bit of time in Vietnam, and he died of stomach cancer. And he also said they had to burn a lot of the food that they ate there so that it would Did be Did you safe. say the intention of Agent Orange was to kill all the plants to cause starvation and stuff, right? No, no, not to cause starvation so that they could see the oh. enemy. Yeah, because once they, you know, it, they were fighting, you know, guerrilla style tactics, not gorilla. <laughs> 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 they come out of the, <laughs> the jungle like fucking frightening. That's a good idea. Yeah, guerrilla style where they they hide they hide in the jungle, they dig tunnels and stuff. But if they're in the jungle and it's just impossible to see them, so they'd spray the shit on them. Yeah, it would completely destroy like entire forest was just nothing left but sticks. Some of these photos of the birth defects look semi recent. I wonder if they're still. I mean, maybe not. I don't know. But like, no one ever talks about this Asian orange shit like the same way they talk about Hiroshima, which obviously Hiroshima was. They don't talk bigger. about Agent Orange as much anymore. I think it was maybe the 70s and 80s when some of the effects started mm-hmm. to become known. All right, number one on this list, and this is where I think we really ner- learn the soul of New Kazi. Number one on his list of worst inventions ever is Clippy. <laughs> okay. Do you remember Clippy? The Microsoft little The mascot, Microsoft right? Office, yes. The, uh, <sighs> he's a paperclip with eyes. And he Worse used to... than Agent Orange, DDT, unleaded yeah. gasoline, Clippy. Okay. Because he annoyed you sometimes when you're trying to write a letter or update your resume. In the late 90s and early 2000s, when you use Microsoft Office, this little fucking annoying dickhead... <laughs> He wasn't a dickhead. He was a paperclip. He used to come up at the screen. He would kind of like pop in out of nowhere and a little bubble would pop up and he would say like, you really think you know what the fuck you're doing? (laughs) He's supposed to be helping you with your work, usually like in Word, but he didn't really ever know what the fuck he was. He never helped you with anything like helpful or purposeful. Yeah. Yeah. He acted like you were a fucking caveman for even turning on the computer. There's a Mental Floss article from 2017. It says, The Tragic Mm -hmm. Life of Clippy, the World's Most Hated Virtual Assistant. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, he was annoying. Is he belong on the 20 worst inventions ever? No. At the top of it? (laughs) Not even close. I wouldn't put him in the top 10,000 worst inventions. Think about like, you know, some old Vietnam veteran who's just riddled with cancer. And <laughs> they're reading this article. He pull, goes up to his computer and like, first he has spam emails and he's like, oh my God. And he <laughs> okay. goes and, and then he goes and he, you know, he tries to look at pictures of his grandkids and he starts getting a shitload of pop-ups. He's like, how oh, fuck, how can it get any fucking worse? And then, you know, as like his cancer squeezes his organs and, and, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. causes his unbelievable pain. Fucking Clippy pops up in the bottom corner of the computer and is like, you need some help? You need some help uh, making labels? I mean, but consider this. Consider that cancer-riddled 
Vietnam veteran. And they are reading this list from new whoever. And they see Agent Orange is number two. And they're like, okay, finally some recognition for this thing that gave me cancer. I, want, I wonder what number one is. It must be really, really bad to be worse than this. He gets the number what one. What could it be? The Iron Maiden? <laughs> uh, Hitler's mother? Um, yeah, why isn't like the gas chamber on here? If like Agent Orange is on here, like there's all kinds of worse. It's fucking absurd. I'm upset now, actually. Clippy. <laughs> this is your fault. I blame this on you. Like I said, my uh, original list I thought was <laughs> I thought was better, but you know, I kind of appreciated seeing the world through New Cosby's eyes for a while. Did you say New Cosby? New Cosby. His first oh, name okay. is New, N-O-O-H, his last name is Cosby, K-A-Z-I. I thought it was like the new Bill Cosby trying to make another, <laughs> he's rebranded. He's trying to make a name for himself. <laughs> he moved to Pakistan where they don't, they haven't heard yet about everything he did here. And even if they did, they probably wouldn't mind. Oh, no. <laughs> what a rascal. <laughs> Fucking Bill Cosby. <sighs> well. Clippy, huh? Okay. The worst. <laughs> Clippy, the worst invention of all time. Hmm. Okay. Well, I don't. I don't have anything else to say about that. It's egg on Bill Gates' face. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, Bill Gates has been busy since then creating the worst invention of the vaccine that gave us all five G microchips. That's the real worst invention. All right. Well, this has been a bonus episode here on Patreon. I think you'd agree that the Tennis Podcast and our Patreon on the 20 best inventions of all time list, right? Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, if you excuse me, I'm going to go put on that electric face mask, but I'm going to use it on a different part of my body. Am I right? Gross. See you next time. Thanks. If you enjoyed that, you can get more than 30 others just like it over at TennisPod.com slash plus. We add new bonus episodes every month too. Not only that, but when you become a member, you'll gain access to early and ad-free versions of our main episodes. There's other perks too, but I'll leave it at that. You can check it all out and get more information at tennispod.com slash plus.